Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, super excited to be joined by Josh Zamora, a infielder utility player for the Miami Marlins and their organization. Josh, how's it going, man? It's going great, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, you were on a podcast um, with a buddy of mine not too long ago. I think it's baseball, mm-hmm. beyond baseball. And he, I listened to it, and he had reached out to me and said, hey, you got to get Josh on. He has an awesome story. Uh, so I'm like, all right, yeah, definitely checked it out. I'm like, you have a really cool, really cool background, everything that you've gone through so far. Just get to pro ball where you are now and stuff. Right. Um, so what is the background? Like, your your where does your story start, Josh, in the, in the baseball side of things? Oh, boy, that starts when I was really young. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I've always loved the game of baseball, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, playing, go through travel ball, play Little League first, travel ball, all that stuff. Uh, going through high school, I would say, was when I really fell in true love with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you step on that field, and there's no other feeling than being between the two chalk lines. There really isn't. And it kind of goes back to, you know, the group of guys that I grew up playing with. Um we all kind of went to the same high school, you know? And so I had that community of baseball that I could always, you know, fall back on. And all my friends have been from baseball. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit earlier, baseball is such a small world mm-hmm. that, you know, everything connects. Yeah. And so going through it, I mean, started, I'd say probably when I was really young. That's yeah. probably the best answer. Well, uh, talking about your high school, you went to El Toro, right? Correct. All right. So there has been so much talent that has come out of that high school. Uh, Chapman, Arenado, um, mm-hmm. Stephen Valiant. He's a buddy of mine. He's in the Rangers organization now. Um, actually, yep. the yeah, the Rangers. He was with the Mets. Now he's with the Rangers. Um, like so many guys. Like, how was it playing in a in a city in an area that's just like just like rich with talent? Yeah, you know, it was, it was really cool. So I was I wasn't actually supposed to go to El Toro. Okay. Um, I got two older brothers, and they're both older. They went to a Tribuco, a neighboring high school, mm-hmm. right? Technically the rival, if you want to get into that yeah. a little bit. And so I school choiced in uh, because of the baseball program, because of the coach and Coach Mike Gonzalez. Um, awesome coach. You know, yeah. He knows the game, and he has that history with his players. You know, he coached some of the best that came today. Yeah. So I kind of I wanted to be around that, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, are there just like urban legends of like things that Chapman and Arenado did when they were at that high school? Because I mean, like I said, two of the best at their position um, in all of baseball. Yeah, and, and Coach Gonzalez was a big fundamentals guy. You know, it's it's a big respect the game and play the game the right way. And so a lot of our practices, you know, there'd always be a bunning station. Mm-hmm. So bunting was always a, a core belief that you always had to, everyone knew how, how to bunt, mm. you know? And the the urban legend is, I believe it was 2008 when uh, they made the CIF run. And it was like, he tells a story, bottom six or something like that. Nolan comes up with runners on first and second. And instead of swinging away, he lays down a perfect drag button. Nice. You know, and that's, and it, whether it's true or not, I, I haven't looked into it too much. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it's something to get the guys like, oh, you know, well, if the best is doing it, then there's got to be something to it, you know? 
Yeah, that's crazy. I was thinking you're going to tell me he hit like a he just launched a three run home run or something, but <laughs> laid down a drag bun. That's even that's even cooler just because like like you said, he's one of the best to do it. And uh, just knowing the fundamentals just kind of shows the importance of of working on every aspect um, of the game, especially a part of the game that's kind of like not really there anymore. Like no one really thinks yep. about everyone just like what the three true outcomes strikeout, walk or home run and stuff. It's just it's interesting yep. to go back to the basics and the fundamentals of things. Yeah. And it is, it is cool, you know, going back for alumni games. And I'm never going to forget, I was a 14 year freshman, you know, first alumni game, and Nolan comes out to hit BP, right, mm-hmm. the honorary BP. Everyone kind of watches and really pays attention. And he grabs this this metal Beezer Nike bat. And I, I he was smoking balls over the fence. It was <laughs> It was fun to watch. Yeah, that's. have you ever had a chance to, like, sit down or talk to him or Chapman or even other guys who have just gone through that before you? Uh, I've talked to Nolan a little bit, not too much. Okay. Um, just here and there, he'd come out and take ground balls with mm-hmm, us and mm-hmm. stuff uh, back when I was in high school, which was cool. And, you know, you get to ask him questions and stuff like that. Uh, Matt Chapman actually lives a couple streets away from me. Oh, wow. And our parents are more our, our family friends. Oh, that's cool. And so, yeah, it's his small world right? yeah yeah and so i'll see matter here and then to add on what's up and but nothing more than that just kind of what's up you know yeah and, and, like, and like i said those two guys are some of the best and as matt i grew up in a's fan so seeing matt uh yeah. play for the oakland was super cool see him get traded was super heartbreaking but i'm i guess i'm kind of numb to that feeling now as an <laughs> as an a's fan just kind of knowing that most talent will get traded at, yeah. some, at, yeah. at some point. Um, who was maybe some of the local guys in your at, in your age group um, who are also went pro maybe? Because um, like I said, California just has so much talent when it comes to baseball. Oh, yeah. It's 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 crazy. Um, so I actually played with Chase Luttrell. Okay. Uh, he's, he went to El Toro. We played together. Um, and he actually got drafted by the Marlins this year as well. Oh, sick. Yeah, so that's probably the closest one. Um in Orange County, I mean, there's there's a ton. You have, you know, Michael McGreevy. Um, who else? Blake Hunt, I believe, catching still. Um, mm-hmm. Thinking off the top of my head. Who else? Patrick Sandoval's one. Okay. Um, yeah. Went to Mission Viejo. Based in my freshman year. Hans Kraus. Dana Hill's guy. Um, who else? It's, it's like I said. There's so much. There's so much talent. There's, there's in it. So many. Yeah. Um, did you do travel ball and all, the, all that kind of stuff too, or was it basically just high oh, school? Yeah. 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 It was. It was travel ball. Travel ball was during, over the summers mainly. Yeah. And then you know when you could work it out. But you know when I went through high school, I like to think of it. It was like the last year mm-hmm. of you have to play high school baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you don't want to miss fall games. You don't want to miss summer workouts right. or anything like that because you want to, you know, you want to play. Mm-hmm. And in order to play, you got to put that, you got to put the work in and right. be there with your team so that they can trust you on the field, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. So at what point did you commit to, because um, you went to Reno, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so at what, at what point did you commit to Reno? I want to say my, the end of my sophomore year of high school. Wow. Maybe beginning of junior year. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I was right in the middle. That's crazy. So as a, as a junior going into, but I'm sure like half this team was already committed at that point. Cause like I said, you guys had a stacked, a stacked team. Like, but yeah. how cool is it just being like, all right, I'm already committed and I'm only a junior. 
Yeah, and it's funny you say that. We had on that CIF team, we had 13, 14 commits, Jeez. 14 Division One commits, I yeah. think. And it was, it was crazy. Wow. It was crazy. That was a fun team. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. So, like, what went into your recruitment progress or process? Because obviously, um, you uh, went to Reno, but there's probably other schools that were interested in you. Like, what kind of like how was that whole process for you, and what kind of led you that direction? Yeah, you know, it was, it was cool being recruited. I always tell people like guys that are going through high school now and mm-hmm. enjoy it, you know, because yeah. it's that's one of the few times where you'll get calls and you know it's all I want you here, I want you here, mm-hmm. you know, and you you're in the driver's seat. Yeah, and. For me, it was, it was a lot of phone calls. You know, I didn't get a ton of offers straight out of high school, mm-hmm. um, but it was a lot of phone calls, talking to some other schools and stuff, and um, some obstacles got in the way of, you know, some of that scholarship-wise. But um, other than that, when once uh, Jake Silverman called me, uh, he's coaching at University of Washington now. Uh, he just called me, and as we talked, I kind of just knew that, you know, like, I want to be, I want to play for this guy. Nice. And then I got, got to school on my visit and, you know, met TJ Bruce. Awesome. Got it laid out. You know, this is what we're, this is what we do. This is Mm -hmm. what we stand for. Um, if you're about it, let's do it. Yeah. You know, if not, we'll see. That's so So cool. It was was cool. Yeah. No. What other schools did you get to visit though? So I only I only visited one other school. Okay. Um, and it was Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Yeah. Nice. That's that's the only other visit that I took. Okay. Um. So what was how was your college experience? Because you obviously played the five years. I mean, my COVID year. I mean, I guess four full seasons. Oh yeah. Um. But how was your college experience here in Reno? I mean, I loved it. I love the city of Reno has has such a special place mm-hmm. in my heart. You know, it's they call it the, the biggest little city in the world, and it, it truly is. Like. You can, there's all, all these little mom and pop restaurants, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you have your chain restaurants, all that stuff, but there's restaurants that have been in Reno for years, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's history there and the community aspect of it, especially around the baseball program yeah, and a lot of the other sports programs is it's, it's this tight knit group of, we're going to do what we can to put ourselves in the best position athletically, you know, mm-hmm. and it was cool. It, I I really enjoyed it. Who, who who was your favorite, or what what was your favorite like college to play? Like, what was your favorite team to play against? Maybe uh, the fans were a little extra chirpy, and you just wanted to really just you know show out for them. Yeah, I would I would say going to Fresno State. Okay, that was because you know Fresno State with uh, Coach Batesel over there. Yeah, you know he coaches them hard, coaches them well, and and they know how to play baseball. You oh know, yeah, he, he pumps out good ball players and. Aaron Judge, ever heard of him? Say again? Aaron Judge, ever heard of him? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, you're walking into this this stadium, and it's 102 out, super dry. And it's – you know that once you, you know, make the first – throw the first punch, Mm -hmm. they're not going to back down. They're going to come straight back after you. And you got to be ready to – answer back too mm-hmm. and so that's i always enjoyed playing fresno state because there's always a a spark you know in that yeah. series which which is it's always fun to play yeah were the fans pretty chippy there or no Chirpy? oh yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah oh yeah they, they traveled well too oh really in reno they, they their fan base would travel well well i guess i mean if it's it's not too far from like las vegas and like i mean you could probably make a whole like trip out of it 
if you know like 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 for example like the Raiders like um, everyone's like oh well the Raiders you know they travel well because who doesn't want to go to Las Vegas or Nevada just yeah. to catch a team and then there's so many other things you could do while you're there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What is maybe one lesson you learned like at at a at, from college? Because obviously you were there. You said you were there five seasons, four full seasons. Uh, what was maybe your biggest takeaway uh, as a college player? <laughs> biggest takeaway. I mean, I would, my biggest takeaway would probably be not to take anything for granted. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's a pure feel, a pure feeling to put on that uniform every day and be able to go out and compete and, you know, do it for the guy next to you. And then he'll do it for the guy next to him too. Yeah. And, and when it all comes together, you know, you, you learn this lesson of, of like of loyalty and trust, mm-hmm. you know, of, you know, I, I trust that guy because I've seen him put in the work. You know, I've seen how he eats. I've seen how disciplined he is. I see, you know, that he's accountable with himself. And, you know, he spreads love to, spreads love to others and always wants to help. And so I think I'll, send, I'll central it down to this. My biggest takeaway is you just got to be a good guy. You know, yeah. it's not hard to be a good guy. Yeah. To, to me, that's doing everything the right way. Yeah. You know, you if you've got to take ground balls, go take ground balls. If you got to hit, go hit, lift, lift, eat, eat. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no shortcuts to greatness, as they say. Yeah. What was your favorite home run you hit? Or as soon as you hit it, you're like, yeah, I'm going to remember this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Oregon State. We played at uh, the Aces ballpark. And I hit it, and the light started strobing as I was running the bases. And everyone was on their feet. My parents were there. Um, and it was just, it was awesome. Did you, did you it pimp awesome. it a little bit? I didn't, actually. Okay. I did not. Which, yeah. I was, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> are you are you, are you anti-pimping the home runs? Are you you're okay with that? What's, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I, I just, I haven't made it yet. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not really anyone that's notable enough to pimp one you know like i haven't i haven't earned the ability to pimp it yet i don't know i mean i'm just looking at your stats in college like you were leading like we were one of the top players like after your graduation to play there like offensively like i think you're a little bit in that environment you're i think you're somebody there josh (laughs) (laughs) yeah i appreciate that that's you know that goes back to the small knit community yeah felt super loved it was awesome yeah so obviously uh draft day comes and goes you don't get drafted um at any point after that whole like situation and scenario, like, did you sit, think to yourself, like, maybe I'm, I'm done with baseball? Uh, was that ever thought in your head? Yeah, you know, when the draft ended, I was actually sitting on my stairs. Mm-hmm. And it was just a blank stare. My parents didn't know what to say. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what to think or say. And I called, I called one of my best friends, uh, Ben Purcell, and just kind of talked to him. And I was like, dude, like – you know, I'm not done. I'm not done playing this mm-hmm. game. I know I'm not. I know I know that, you know, in God's plan, there's something out there for me, mm-hmm. whether it's playing now, whether it's getting back to it and working, you know, my butt off to get to where I want to be. Um, so that lapse, I, don't, I wouldn't say the lapse hit me mm-hmm. of what's next, what's after baseball. Mm-hmm. It's more so kind of woke me up like a shock, like, oh, it could be taken away that fast. Yeah. So now it's it's you wake up every day and you get after it. You know, there's there's no shortcuts to where you want to be. 
Yeah. I was talking to somebody who um, actually he went, he was from Southern California as well. Um, he's drafted out of high school several years back by the Brewers and he was injured and out of baseball for two seasons. And I was talking to him. I said, what do you like? What do you, what's your biggest advice? He said, just appreciate every time you put cleats on dirt. Like you never know what it's going to be taken away from him. And like prime example, like two years of his career gone from just random injuries. And like, you just learn to appreciate every opportunity you get to play the game. Cause I mean, like you said, it could be taken away so quickly from you. And that's, and that's how it goes. It's like, he said, appreciate every time you put your cleats on, mm -hmm. you know, and it's the very first time my cleat touches the dirt every mm -hmm. day. And you hear that little crunch, you know, and I, I, I reach over and pick up a little handful of dirt kind of rubbing my hands. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Let's make the most of it. You know, I yeah. got to, you're going you're gonna to play baseball for such a short time in your life, whether it be 20 years, 25 years, 15, or even five years. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's no use in in not go waking up every day, yeah, and being thankful that you get to play a child's game, yeah. you know, for for your life. Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree with you 100. Um, percent So when when did you get signed by the Marlins? Because obviously you're with the Marlins now, you're in pro ball. Um, how did that all come about? Like, were other teams interested in you? Like, wh like why did you choose the Marlins? Yeah, so I heard from a couple teams um, during the draft, mm -hmm. and then obviously after the draft, that didn't end up working out. Um, I signed in July, so I got a phone call at six in the morning the day after the draft. Yeah, and I was I was actually wasn't even awake yet, uh, just because it was nine a.m. East Coast time, right? So, so six a.m. Yep. West Coast time. And so I woke up, kind of panicked. I'm not gonna lie, kind of panicked. I was like, oh crap. I just missed the call, you know, yeah. and called them back. We worked it out, and that's kind of how it happened. That's so cool. That's so cool. That like, was there any other teams that called you after that, or you're just like, like I mean, because obviously, yeah. I mean, the Marlins are they're a great organization, and like I said, I told you like I've had so many guys from that organization on the podcast. Like I'm basically a Marlins guy now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and I'm not too far from Beloit, so if you ever get here to Beloit, um, hopefully, I mean, you can jump to high A next year. But uh, yeah, dude, like I'm definitely gonna come watch you watch you play when you're out here in Beloit for sure. For sure, that'd be sweet. Yeah, for sure. So you you get sent that like after that whole process, that phone call. Like, how soon do they send you out to like instructs and in our uh, rookie ball? Uh, the day after. Jeez. So I had plans. I had plans to go golfing in San Diego that day. So I got the call in the morning, and my dad looked at me. He goes, "All right, well, do you want to go golfing? Like, you got to pack and stuff." I'm like, "No, I'm like, we're gonna like this is this is the celebratory golfer." You yeah. Know? Like, spend time with my 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 dad. Yeah. And it was like, it was surreal. You know, that whole day was kind of like me and him. He used to throw me buckets on buckets of BP. And yeah. His shoulders beat up. Yeah. And it was to just to be out there with him. Well, that was very special, you know. And then yeah. rushed home, packed super quickly. Like three, eight, three to four hours of sleep, hopped on a plane, and it started. Yeah, wow. So, what was your first like experience with like? Did you go? To, you go into rookie ball, right? Yeah. Correct. So, what was your first experience with rookie ball? Because obviously, the minors is a whole different animal. Yeah, yeah. My first experience. Um, are you talking in game or like just just overall? Just like out? overall base, like your just general minor league experience. So I walked into the clubhouse for the first time, right? And the, the big change for me was 
the first group that I came up to, right? Just introduced, what's up? Yeah. How are we doing? Didn't speak a lick of English. All from like Dominican and stuff. Oh yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, this is, this is, this is going to be fun. You know, it's going to be a yep. challenge. But that, that's when I learned that baseball is such a universal language. Yeah. You know, like that's how you communicate. You communicate through the game. And, I think that's awesome. Yeah, and those guys are throwing like triple digits too, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So then um, like overall, like looking back after your, your first, you know, I guess half, did you, I guess the half the season because you were drafted um, middle of the summer and stuff. Uh, yeah. Like how was that total overall experience for you then just being able to say that, you know, you finished your, your first professional season in, in baseball? Yeah, you know, it was, it was it was it was a good feeling. Yeah, it's uh, you always kind of dream of it as a kid. Like, oh, what the heck? Like, oh, you know, I wanna I wanna be a major league baseball player one day, uh-huh. right? And you you get out there and you know you wear put on a Marlins jersey and it's look in the mirror you're like wow like now the work begins you know yeah. now it's it's not I've made it it's it's what's next yeah you know and it's it's. Uh, I just, I appreciate it and I'm thankful for it. You know, I thank God every day that I get to wake up and play baseball for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't change a thing about it. Yeah. So, so how's your off season been then? Cause obviously this is your first like official off season, um, heading into like pro ball. Um, right. like what are you doing to like, you're in Sacramento now, obviously you moved down there. Um, staying dry <laughs> as, yeah, trying as, to. <laughs> as dry as you can, but like, how has the off season been? It's been great. It's been great. Um, Moved up here with one of my best friends, Owen Charts. Uh, he's a pitcher in the Pirates organization. Um, we work out at a facility called Optimum Athletes. Okay. Run by Ryan Matthews. Um, and so we just, you know, we work out of train in the mornings and then kind of hang out, kick it, go to work, do that kind of thing in mm-hmm. the afternoon. Uh, but being around this atmosphere of a bunch of different pro guys and you know, learning the game, learning the intangibles of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's been the, the best part about it. But it's cool to be, to be surrounded by guys with the same mission, you know? Yeah. So when do you fly to Florida? I haven't gotten a report date yet. Okay. Yeah, and I said my, my goal is to get out there uh, either end of February, early March. Uh, for sure I'll be at Marlins hanging around that area because, like I said, yeah. I talked to a ton of guys. Already got plans to hang out with a couple of them. Uh, so if if I see you around, Josh, for sure I'm gonna holler at you. Uh, when you're Please not, do. yeah, no, for sure. Like it's, it's already a done thing. Like, like you said, I'm a Marlins guy. Like, yes, sir. <laughs> like, up, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So when you're not pitching, you're not working out. Like, what do you do for fun? You mentioned golfing. Like, and there's a ton of golf spots in California. Yeah, yeah, we all golf here and there. You know, off days, days I can get out and mm-hmm. golf. Um, other than that, just kind of stay home. Uh, I enjoy cooking, so like if oh, I, I'll okay. dive into a meal and make something yeah. very good. Um, what kind movies, of what TV kind of food? Do you, what kind of food do you like to cook? Like, what's very your standard. what's your go to? Like, like this is like this is like the winner. Like, I know this is gonna crush it. Chicken or no? It's pork, pork okay. chops, rice, yeah. and vegetables. Pork chops, rice, and broccoli normally. Broccoli or Brussels sprouts. Okay. And you balsamic vinaigrette, yeah. Brussels sprouts. You know, marinate the pork, and it's oof. It's money, man. I'm hungry already. <laughs> Just thinking about that. Uh, you mentioned movies and stuff. Um, do you do you play do you Call of Duty or Xbox? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, Warzone guy. Okay. Have you? Do you what about do you like? Do you like the new one? The new uh, Call of Duty or no? Yeah, it's not bad. 
it's not bad. I enjoy playing it. I wore I I liked I think I just because I got used to the old map, yeah. And it, there's just that yeah, adjustment. Everything. Yeah, like I knew where to go. I knew like, but now it's that whole adjustment period of like le- relearning uh, a new map, um, which is <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, no, for sure. Well, hey, I mean, we'll have to squat us sometime in Warzone. Um, I know you'll for be sure. kind of busy heading out to Florida soon and stuff. But like, do you are you Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. I don't I don't hold it against you and all that, but. Uh, <laughs> Xbox? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, they got cross-play. It's all good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's all, but I will say my head, my headset's broken. I got to get a new one because I was trying to play. Yeah, especially with like, uh, cross-play because like, uh, for Xbox, I could just use my phone. They have the app and stuff. But cross-play, right. that doesn't work. So I got to I gotta grab me a new headset. But uh, yeah. well, anyway, Josh, hey, I want to thank you for coming on. I appreciate you taking the time to chop it up a little bit. Um, hopefully, I see you in Florida. I for sure am going to see you in Beloit. Um, and we'll yep. have to chop it up again. That sounds good, man. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.